Hello gorgeous soul and welcome to this epic podcast. This is a place where you are encouraged and you have absolute freaking permission to unapologetically go after all of your dreams, all of your visions, all of your things in your vision board, like everything that your heart desires. I'm your host Angharad, the High Vibe Babe, and I believe that we're all in this life to expand and experience our wildest dreams. If one of us can have it, then we all can. So that is the aim of this podcast. Each week I'll either be going solo or have guests with the aim to inspire, uplift you and give you the tools for you to live your most epic AF life and business possible. You can find me on Instagram with the handle at Babe. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello everyone and welcome back to the High Vibe Babe podcast. I am so excited to have you here today and I am very excited to announce I have a very special guest today. Her name is Cara Ray. She is a mindset and relationship coach who works with mothers to help them nurture the relationship between themselves, their spouse, and their children. She is a mother, wife, a proud entrepreneur, and she believes your strongest beliefs become your reality. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. You are so welcome. Okay, first things first. First stop, can you please share your Instagram handle so we can do the stalky thing and put the voice to the face? <laughs> so we can do the stalky thing. Yes, of course. So my Insta- Instagram handle is at the.sacred.mama. That's my Instagram handle. Very simple. Cool. And we'll have it in the show notes as well so you can click there for quick reference. So would you please mind introducing yourself and telling us more about what is your magic? So as she already said, I am a mindset and relationship coach. But, you know, before I really dove into the coaching industry, but also specifically working with moms, I had really struggled with postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety with after the birth of my first daughter. And this brought up a lot of emotion, a lot of situations, a lot of things that I suppressed for a really long time. And it also really, it shone a light on the fact that I did not take care of myself and that I was not making myself a priority. And so fast forward to now, you know, when I decided to invest in a coach and basically do the damn thing and it was like a hot mess express, <laughs> we, I am here now. But there was a there was a journey that brought me to here, and so there was a there was a major postpartum journey. There was you know navigating a co-parenting relationship, which we still navigate because my husband was previously married, and it's learning. You know, I I have stepchildren, so I have two beautiful stepchildren. I also have two other beautiful babies that grew in my belly. But that's really more about me. You know, I'm a mom and stepmom, wife, proud entrepreneur, like she said, and. I'm super happy to be here. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so do you want to give me a rundown, like all the things you've got going on, like the co-parenting and your own kids, and uh, how many kids do you have all together then, sorry? Uh, at four. Four, <laughs> right, four. okay. So like a double <laughs> me. Um, <laughs> how did you get into entrepreneurship? Like what, is, is it normal? Like do you have a lot of people around you that are into this? So I actually grew up, my mom has been an entrepreneur my basically my entire life. And so... Ever since I was a child, uh, I had been in the entrepreneurship world. So whether that was going to conferences, whether that was going to morning breakfast, whether that was watching my mother speak on stage, watching her write books, I was like in the thick of it. And so my mother was always home. Um, She always was able to take me to things and be a part of things, which was great. And so entrepreneurship ran on my mother's side. Now, my parents divorced at a young age. So my parents divorced when I was five and my father was like polar opposite love my dad, but polar opposite. Okay. And 
he he thought entrepreneurship was bogus, ridiculous, all the things, and that you had to have a nine to five and all those things. So it was two opposite spectrums. And, you know, I thought that I needed to do the whole nine to five, go to school, do this thing, which I did. I did that. I was a paramedic for five years. And now after I had children, I didn't want to leave them. I wanted to still have some time to myself, but I really struggled with the fact of going and working shift work or being away from them for a week on end, like continuously. And so I just said, you know, screw this. Uh, this is not for me and this is not the life. And I was pulled towards first network marketing. And then I went into entrepreneurship and started my own business. And basically just, I dove, <laughs> like, I mean, I dove into it, feet wet, muddy, all the things. And here we are now. So <laughs> That's really cool. I'm loving it all. Okay. So how did you become clear as to what your path was? And no, yep. Just that for now. Oh, all right. <laughs> Go too far. <laughs> too many spectrums right this second. So what got me to where I am now and the work that I'm doing now, you know, like I said, after the birth of my daughter and really struggling with postpartum depression, I felt that society, that as a mother, as a whole, that, that we weren't being supported, whether that was from ourselves, whether that was from other people. And there was a lot of other moms that were suffering in silence. And this was something I noticed when I made a post about postpartum depression. And I spoke very openly and honestly about what was going on with me and how there was no shame around it. And I couldn't tell you how many messages I got in my inbox, the comments, the shares, the things that happened with that post. And in that moment where I always knew that I wanted to, to do something online, that I wanted to you know, speak and empower other women, I just didn't know what that looked like. And then I made this post and I realized that there was other moms that needed the support, that needed this encouragement, that needed this, you know, this next step, they needed to link arms. And, and I guess it got even deeper, you know, I, I'm also a stepmom and my relationship with my children's mom has not always been sunshine and daisies. Okay. Uh, it's actually been really rough, really hard, and it has cracked open things inside of me I never knew existed. And that was also another reason as to why I made the decision to also support stepmoms is because I'm a mixture of both. And I truly believe that you can have these beautiful relationships and that they don't have to suffer. There doesn't need to be this comparison. And this is where that came from is that, you know, I can be a mom and I can be a stepmom and we can nurture those relationships and there doesn't have to be this, this negativity surrounding those relationships. So that's really kind of where the purpose came from. That's really really heartfelt and and so lovely and 100% needed. I know so many people that uh, blended families and all the things or split families or all of the above. And it is something that people often don't talk about enough, to be honest, unless you're like really in the thick of it. But I also think that to have role models such as yourself paving a way that's different and that is heart-focused and and children-focused and ourself-focused is really, really important and really needed. So do you want to tell me a little bit about, I know you really talk a lot about loving yourself first. Can you mm-hmm. expand on this and, and why is it so important to you? So I'm a person who lives and breathes the things that I say. So I personally believe in like embodiment and prior when I, I didn't take care of myself at all. I had, my ego was like really high and I thought that I was never going to suffer with postpartum, that I was doing things right and I didn't need to do this and didn't need to do that. And 
boy, the heck was I wrong. I also didn't think that I needed support. I thought I could do it all. And then I put all these unrealistic expectations on myself and it got to the point that, well, postpartum hit really bad and really hard to the point that I didn't even recognize the person that I was staring at in the mirror. And, you know, I don't just say that as like this quote that people say, I legitimately did not recognize the person that I was looking at. And I was crying in corners and I was a shadow within myself. And that is not a way to live. And, you know, it took work and it took time. But the biggest thing, the biggest shift was learning how to self-prioritize was learning that my life, my goals, my dreams, my desires are important. They're they're no lesser than than anybody else's. Someone said to me one day, how is your goals, dreams, and desires less of value than someone else's? How are yours diminished by those of your children? How are those diminished by those of your husband? Because to them, their goals, dreams, and desires are, are important and they don't matter. Like it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks, Hmm. but to you. So for some reason you're worrying about what everybody else is doing when you need to start focusing on you. And so I started diving into personal development. I hired my first coach and I've worked with many coaches since, and I cracked myself wide open to the big old world again. And like I said, I had, there's a lot of inner work that comes with like finding yourself and falling back in love with who you are. And when I look at myself now, I don't stand there and belittle who I am. I don't look at, you know, the stretch marks that I have and think I'm disgusting anymore. Like I don't do that to myself anymore because I've taken the time to be with myself and to love myself and to be comfortable with myself. But that took recognition, that took acknowledgement and that took, you know, taking action and also standing up for myself. Like that was huge. It took having some hard conversations. It took having boundaries, knowing what my values were. And it took actually looking at myself in the mirror and stripping away what everybody else thought I should be and standing up as the woman that I've always been. And now everybody's just seeing her. And so now I live and breathe this. And, you know, my, I birthed my son about almost five months ago. And I have not suffered with postpartum depression. I have not had postpartum anxiety. I have not had those things come up. You know, even there was one moment, there was about a week where I was starting to feel very anxious, but there's things that I've implemented in my life now that I never had before. And I firmly believe that is a big reason as to why I did not go through postpartum depression is because people look at my son and they're like, he's so happy. Yeah. Because his mom is also really happy. You know, there is your children they're extremely intuitive little beings and they feed off of you. And so it is so, so freaking important to take care of yourself because your children will see that, they will feel that, and they will also put off this beautiful, it's like this big happy vibe. I can't even, I don't even know how to picture it. It's like this big, beautiful bubble. Like, mm-hmm. and, it, and it starts with you. And so I feel like I'm on a ramp there, but like in a roundabout way, like you are a priority and you, you have to be a priority. Like it's a non-negotiable. It's not something that you just say, eh, no, I'm fine with it. I, maybe I'll take care of myself three days later. No, you're going to take care of yourself now because think of it this way. Why would you leave somebody else in charge of the heart that's beating inside of you? Please think about that for a second. Your heart is, is your own and it is beating inside of your body. And for so long, we have tried to take care of everybody else and, and neglected ourselves. And that no more, please, like no more. Like you are important. You are a person. You are worthy and you are valuable. And you need to take care of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm digging this so much. And you answered the question beautifully, which is next one I wanted to ask you, which was around 
if someone is resonating with the old version of yourself that you're describing and that, you know, the, the postpartum depression and, and giving away everything to everyone else, right? Like what would they do? And you just like smash it out of the park. So thank you <laughs> so you're much. Welcome. And I'm just, just resonating with this so much. The one question I do have is how the hell do you actually spend money on yourself? Like it is one of the, biggest blocks that I had for years and years and years and years and I'd really yeah. be really interested to see and to, to know what that process was like for you to spend money on myself this is a good one <laughs> okay <laughs> so it also took me a long time to be comfortable with the fact that I was spending money on myself because I had this you know this belief that if I wasn't buying something for my children that somehow um, I was doing something wrong. Like it was like, oh, oh Lord, nobody can know how this purchase. Like, yes, it was like, <laughs> hide the receipt, hide this. Like, what did I do? Or, or I was keeping the receipts and then hesitating what I did and taking shit back. Like it was just, it was not, it was not good. So what I ended up doing is I actually ended up having a conversation with my husband where he is like this magical receiver. Like, I'm not kidding. My husband can receive anything and like manifest the shit out of anything. And I looked at him and I was like, can you teach me your ways? Like, I'm not even kidding. Like I literally sat down and said, how do you do this? How do you just easily receive? How do you easily give? How do you never look like this bothers you? Like, why, why does this not bother you? And like, I had a lot of anxiety around money because of how I grew up. And so when I grew up as a child, my mother was very free spirited. She believed that you had to make your mistakes and, and do those kinds of things. But my dad, on the other hand, he didn't want me to make the same mistakes he did. So he, what I call helicopter parent, and he it didn't stop watching what I did and what I spent, which then turned into like this negative behavior that I created is that I started spending out of spite mm. so that my parents would look at my account and I'd be like, ha ha. I just spent all this money. Like, what you going to do about it? And it turned into this really bad behavior that ended up being built outside of, you know, after I graduated, after I graduated post-secondary, all the way up until I met my husband, actually, a few years ago. And I, I just myself had a really crappy relationship with money. So, and then I had a crappy relationship with myself. And so the two related together, I, I really didn't know how to put the two together until I really started taking care of myself and learning about money and learning about the value of money and how money isn't something to be feared and how it's something you said this in the community the other day about how it is like money is a renewable resource. Money is something that we can always create. And that really struck home with me because it's true. Like mm -hmm. money is a renewable resource. And like I said, I had that conversation with my husband and he said that I was being too hard on myself and that I just needed to try and start doing. And he said, you know, you also deserve to be able to go out and do these things for you and, and, and buy the things that you want because you're allowed to want these things. You're allowed to want them. Like everything you want, you're allowed to want. And so I just started making the purchases. I started going and getting my nails done. At one point I was getting my eyelashes done and it started with just making myself feel better. And now it's turned into, you know, I'm not frivolously spending, but sometimes I do. And now I'm not all stressed out about it. But I honestly think when it comes down to it is it had to come down to the relationship with myself too. And like trusting myself with money and revamping the relationship that I had with money that I no longer had to live in fear about money and that if I was going to live in fear with money, I was also going to live in fear within myself. And that was just, that was just not going to cut it.
So mm. I made a shift and I made a change and I literally just started. I feel like that's so easy to say, but I literally just started. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I agree. And <clears throat> I looked back to the first time that I invested in online coaching, for instance, and it was really scary. And I, I can't explain it any other way that you just have to jump. I think just choosing the one that your that your intuition is like do this now the whole body like <laughs> won't leave the huge flushes in your stomach and it's just like such an intense moment I think that is the time then we just jump and th- what about you for like with coaching and investing like large sums of money in yourself for your business and for your you know for your personal development but no one else no one sees the nails right like everyone sees the nails yes. sees the inside prettiness in our heart. Well, you know, this is what we tell ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> so this comes at a great time because I like just invested in my year long mastermind. So the probably the most I've ever just been like, <laughs> take my money and go. And I, you know, you know, you're talking about that feeling of your whole body is like, do it, do it, do it. But you're so here, but then your mind's like, what if this happens? I don't know if you can do this. Like and all these things start happening. Yeah. Legit just went through that in my life. Okay. But what I know to be true is that if that feeling, like I trust that feeling now, like things have to either be a hell yes or a hell no. And if I'm not all into it, I do not invest into it at all. But if I feel that this is the right direction, that this is the right thing for me, then I really take away from this idea that, you know, I don't give value to the numbers, right? I give value Mm -hmm. to the experience and to how I feel. And so if my body is literally saying, you need to do this, then I do it. It might take me a couple hours to like sit there and like literally push the send payment. Holy shit, send payment. (laughs) But I feel like every time I send the payment, there is like this release. The fear and the worry and everything that was my mind was trying to come up with falls away. Because no matter what, and every single time, you know, even when you're worried about investing or you think you can never do it, this is the beautiful thing about how money is a renewable resource. It always comes back to you. You can always figure it out and it is always there. Like if you make a decision, the universe follows. You make a decision, universe follows. You make a decision, then there's a ripple effect of other decisions that happen or other actions that take place. And you have to go first to have the firm belief that you have to go first, that you have to say, and I also believe that the universe will test you. And I believe it'll be like, do you really want this? Like <laughs> wag it in your, your face. Like, oh, sorry, your furnace broke. Are you sure you still want to invest in yourself? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> so I feel like it's, you're making almost like a, a vow and like a promise to yourself every time you invest in a coach. It's, you're investing not only in your own personal development, but the impact that it has on all areas of your life. Because it does start with you, but holy hell, like I had this conversation the other day where I, and I think I actually believe it was a conversation with you, where I said that I didn't think if, if I didn't invest in my coach when I did a few years ago, I honestly don't know where my marriage would be right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I would be right now. I would not have the same outlook and I would still be in a victim mentality. And I would think, poor me, what was me? And, um, you know, the world isn't out to get you. And I had to take a real hard look at who the hell I was and what that looked like and take responsibility. But yeah, I hope I answered that. 
Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> you definitely did. This rolled on nicely to something I watched also ask you, which is around your beliefs. Like, how do you frame them? Why are they important? All of the things. And what is it that you do believe? So, like I said, I believe that our strongest beliefs become our reality. So, I believe in the words that you say hold value. I believe in the actions you take also hold value. I believe every decision has an action and a reaction. And you also, I believe in the power of choice. I don't believe in excuses. I call BS on excuses. Um, An excuse is you just living in fear. An excuse is you just living in your comfort zone. And I choose not to remain in my comfort zone anymore. I choose to remain in, in constant growth because, you know, when I look at it, it's not just for my children, but I want my children, you know, when they decide that they want to, you know, leave the nest, leave the coop and whatever the heck you want to call it. I want to ensure that those children feel that they can make strong decisions without having to rely on everybody else to make that decision. I want them to trust themselves and to, to just, to just do it and not hesitate and to follow themselves, like what feels good for them. But I'm also teaching my children that. So if I'm not fully embodying that, my children then also are not going to embody. I firmly believe that my children will in some way follow in my footsteps. And so I do want to ensure that I am also leading with grace, with passion, with consistency, with honor, whatever the hell that looks like to me. But I want to make sure that I'm leading myself and I'm taking care of myself. You know, I have a huge belief that if you're not taking care of yourself and the rest of your life is also going to go all hell in a handbasket. Like Mm -hmm. I really firmly believe that because it happened because that happened in my life. And when I started taking care of myself, everything started to come back together. Did it happen like this? No, but it it was this progression. It was consistency. It was, Mm. and I say that gratitude is the best freaking attitude. Okay. Mm. Gratitude will transform your damn life. You know, it's as simple as being grateful for having drinking water or drinking the coffee that you have or the, the bed that I'm sitting on or the fact that I have a crib or I have a place to put my child. It's gratitude shifts your perspective. I can't tell you how much gratitude has changed my life in a freaking year to simply just doing it in the morning to now how much I recognize and, and, and how much I'm thankful for. And the more that you put out these, these positive feelings, the more that you put out gratitude, the more comes to you. Like I fully believe that. I also believe the more money I spend, the more money I make. I do firmly believe that. (laughs) I really do. So I feel that no matter the investment I make, I get tenfold the return. And Mm -hmm. Actually, I know that she worked with Viola, but she, in her book, she talked about how everything happens for a good reason. Mm. And I was like, yes, 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 yes. So that is also like, I I always was the person who said everything happens for a reason. And Mm. I always had the belief inside though, that it happened for a good reason, that there was going to be something that was going to come out of the situation. And I was going to learn a lesson Mm. because I believe every failure, every, you know, everything that we try and try, try again to do. There's always a lesson. Every person we encounter, every relationship we have, every conversation we have, there's always something to be learned. And so I, I totally have to agree with her where there's some, everything happens for a good reason, even if it seems like a bad reason at the time. Mm-hmm. And so those are like a lot of my, my big beliefs. <laughs> it's like I could go on for days about, about how passionate I am about this, but I'm like, your strongest beliefs become your damn reality. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. And the funny thing is I used to, I heard that repeated to me in my childhood as well, that, that everything's happening for a reason or everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. But 
and my my brain it took that and enabled me to be the victim about my situation <laughs> yes so it wasn't that it was happening for good it was that you know i'm fucked <laughs> basically <laughs> uh, you know what i can kind of relate to that because growing yeah growing up i was like everything happens for a reason but why the fuck is it happening to me like there's like i totally relate to that yeah Yeah. and then in my book the the timeline i write about my book explains this process really well in that you know i used to be a victim about and i used to ask all the time why but now i'm like oh right i get to repurpose my pain because we all feel these emotions right doesn't really matter what sort of life experience we've had we've had like a perfect little upbringing we've had a horrific whatever we all resonate with pretty much all of us can resonate with the feelings of abandonment or grief or loss or shame or being bullied or being sad or being depressed you know we can all and anxious all of these feelings we've all resonated with at some point it doesn't necessarily matter what our situation was so through through our process of learning how to deal with our emotions and how to be emotionally intelligent and that it's just part of the human experience. It doesn't actually mean anything's wrong with us because we're feeling anxious in this moment that we can, we can really help other people when we, un, when we get to grasp the full picture and, and understand how our beliefs are so damn important and, and how they're wired and what their meaning in our brain just impacts everything in our, in our physical life because it's impacting directly our results. 100% it is. 100% it is because it's actually... <laughs> if we want to get all scientific and shit, um, there's actually like a, your brain remembers specific things. And if you keep telling your, yourself that you don't believe in yourself and it is something that you continuously repeat, well, your mind now believes it. You, you full body believe it. And so, you know, people are like, oh, affirmations are bogus or, oh, this is bogus. It's actually not, okay? <laughs> like it legitimately is not because your brain, the more that you tell it, the more that you actually start embodying the feeling behind what that is to you, your brain starts to remember it and it starts, it starts to impact, like create a memory basically is what it does. And it's pretty cool actually. So like your beliefs, your beliefs actually mean something. (laughs) If you're not telling yourself good things then you need to start telling yourself good things and start switching that mind frame. Mm, Yeah, I totally agree. And it's one of the things that held me back for years to be honest. What nearly all of us can resonate with having this, oh shit horrible negative person in our head that's like oh you didn't do that properly or oh you could have done that better or oh you're so this or you're so that you know Mm. it's something that we always resonated with but you know we wouldn't treat our best friend like that or our child like that so why are we treating ourselves like this yep (laughs) yes 100 percent. so if i'm gonna say something to myself i better be able to say it to my two-year-old I better be able to say it to my children. And I've, that's something that, I, that has helped me be extremely mindful of, what I, of the words that I speak, especially to myself, is that if I'm not going to say it to me, that I shouldn't be saying it at all. If I'm not mm-hmm. going to say it to my kids, sorry, I shouldn't be saying it at all. So that's, that's a really good thing. Yeah, I love it. Absolutely love that perspective. Okay, so talking about business, do you want to give us a brief rundown of like how your business works right now? So you work all online, is that correct? I do. And what, what are some of your plans for the future? Like, what are you feeling? What's the, what's the future vision for Tara I Ray? I wish you could see her, her face. Yeah, the hand. <laughs> I don't even know if this is a right angle with my hand. What is this, a container? What do you, I don't know, anyway. <laughs> so, yes, all my business right now is run online. However, 
there is big, big goals this year, and I know that they will come into fruition. It's just, it is what it is. Like I dreamt it, believed it, it's happening. And so I have a big goal of creating uh, an in-person event for, you know, mothers to come to, women to come to, basically like a women's empowerment event, a few speakers. I've already started kind of creating the behind the scenes things with that because I've always dreamt of speaking online. Uh, so online, she's not doing that. <laughs> I've always dreamt about speaking, public speaking. And I, you know, I was talking to my husband and I just said, you know, these these are the dreams I have. Like, this is what I want to do. These are the women that I'm connecting with. And it's incredible that, you know, the awareness, the universe works on divine timing. When things happen and things start to mesh and like you meet one person, then all of a sudden you meet the next person, then it clicks Mm -hmm. as to why you met that person. And like, I had one of those moments the other day where I was like, oh my God, it's all coming together. And I didn't even know it was coming together. Like what? Like it was one of these moments where I didn't even know what to do with myself. And my husband said, why are you hesitating? Let's do this. Like you can do this. You're going to do this and trust yourself and do it. And so my big goal is to, like I said, is to have, you know, an in-person event for women to come to, because I, I, I believe it would be wildly successful simply mm-hmm. with just, you know, having a platform for women to speak on. But then I'm also co-authoring in two books and in the process of finishing mine so hope so not hopefully I will have three two co-authored books and then one of my own published this year so wow that is huge all my mum all while mumming and coaching and running group do you run group programs too so I don't have any right now but we do I have like a self-paced one right now that I've done so and mm-hmm. there will be one that's launching but I can't say too much about that there's other things that are in the works like the podcast is relaunching and that comes out probably out by the time this episode's out which is awesome so it's uh there's it's a lot of momentum right now like a lot of things coming together and this year is going to be a big year so mm, I love it please plug your podcast what is it called so it's the Sacred Mama podcast There is a ton of other episodes that are actually still available on there and it was underneath a different name. And so tons of value, tons of incredible content, but there was just this big nudge, this big pull to really shift the vibe and shift the conversations towards motherhood and, you know, the real raw conversations, the behind the scenes of motherhood. Mm -hmm. I love it. Absolutely love it. Okay. So can you tell everyone where else they can find? So you've got your podcast, we've got your Instagram, do you have Facebook? but your group no yes so this is a reoccurring theme the sacred mama it's literally so my community is called the sacred mama co so that's a community on facebook and then you can also find me on my personal page at kara ray and really that's instagram facebook podcast community that's where i hang out <laughs> yay all the places cool okay yes. i've absolutely loved having you on Thank you so very much. I wondered if you have any last final words, any intuitive messages, anything that comes to mind to leave our listeners with. So if there is anybody listening to this that is feeling self-doubt, self-worry, you know, isn't speaking to themselves in a positive light, give yourself some grace and give yourself permission to forgive yourself for, you know, past choices, past decisions that you have made. And remind yourself that every morning that you wake up, you have the power to choose and you have the power to choose different trajectory of your life you have you can make a different choice a different decision and ultimately it's up to you and and stop stop giving in to what everybody else wants you to do or their unrealistic expectations and start building the life that you want to live 
your life, your decisions, the things that feel good to you. That's the biggest piece of advice that I have for you is start doing things for you. Stop doing things for everybody else. Preach. (laughs) What a lovely message to end on. So much power. Thank you so much. And I would love it if everyone took a screenshot of this episode and let us know what your most powerful moment was, your biggest takeaway, and tag us both and check it up in your stories. It would mean the world. Thank you so much for being here, Kara. Thank you so much for the opportunity. It was really nice to be here. Thank you. Take care, everyone. Bye. If you have enjoyed this episode, I would adore if you would screenshot it, chuck it up on your stories with your favorite takeaway moment and tag me at Hide by Babe on Instagram so that more people can see this and get this content and get this message out there to really shape and change and impact other people's lives. Do you desire to be around more high vibe women who really get you, who encourage you, who like support you no matter what? Yeah, well, guess what? I have a place that you belong. It is called High Vibe Babes Community. It is a free Facebook group and I would love to have you in there. There are so many free trainings and epicness in this group, so please get your booty in there. It would mean the world if you would subscribe to this podcast, do the reviews, the rating, the stars, all of the things. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here. I cannot wait to chat with you on the next episode. I'm sending you all of the vibes and all of the love over and out from Encourage the High Vibe Babe.